listener. Oh, I just champed right into the thing. Sorry, I just had a coughing fit, listener. At the beginning of minute 35, I'm going to say it at the top of the episode so that I can find it. <laughs> finger gest, inappropriate finger gestures. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> um, I made a cup of tea earlier. And drank it. Was- it. There was there was a bit of a delay in starting the recording, so I'd already drunk the tea. But um ran out of tea bags and so I opened a new box. Why do they do that thing where they like put tea bags in pairs? Like yes. how is that helpful? I like, don't like that then then when you have one on its own, it's disturbing. It's just a one lone well, when it's an I unequal them, amount. I tear them all into singles. Oh. But it's like doing that. Is a bit perilous. It's like you're doing it, and you're like sometimes you accidentally rip a tea bag in half, and it's just like, why is it every like who the hell needs two tea bags? Is it like some people are like I like my tea, yeah, but it's like if you're doing that, it's very easy to pick out two. Just take two out of the tin. Must be something. Like how is it ever convenient to have two tea bags? The way they're packaged, maybe. Do you think? I mean, they just must be able to slice them. Machine, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, that's my rage against the tea bags. <laughs> what kind of tea was it? Well, I'm, this is going, this is, uh, uh, I've forgotten. <laughs> Yorkshire tea, the decaf one. This I, is I going... drink decaf tea. <laughs> Where was that sentence going? <laughs> I don't know. It's just Yorkshire. Yeah, I was expecting something more exciting from the way you built it up. Oh, sorry. I have a lot of um, the dragonfly Earl Grey Redfish yeah, as well. That's what I thought what, what often happens is I see it on offer and I'm like, oh, I should stockpile that. And I get home and then realise I already have three boxes. And <laughs> you never get I'll fit it. it in the cupboard, yeah. Well, I had half-calf. Is that yes. an American? Half-calf. Half-calf. <laughs> ridiculous accent. I just can't say, yeah, half. Because I remember like uh, in oh, America, half. yeah, they used to go on about half, half, half. and half. <laughs> And I used to say it like that, and they'd be like, oh, oh, oh. And I'd be like, well, I can't <laughs> say it like you guys, half and half, half and half. Half and half. Half, half, half and half. half. I think it's got to be the hardest thing my, that my, uh, sound to say in American. My British colleague was drinking half and half, thinking that meant semi skimmed for the longest time. It does mean semi skimmed. <laughs> no, oh, God, it doesn't. It's <laughs> half, it's like half cream. And it's like the fattiest one. It's like fattier than full fat. No, it's not because we had it in California. Well, in California, it wasn't because I remember that's really? what they drank. Yeah, to have semi-skimmed, and I would ask for full fat, and they'd be like, "You fucking weirdo!" And I'd be like, "Well, in England, if we drink milk, we drink fucking milk." Although now, where I came back in recent years, people have got like crazy about it, and they won't drink milk. They just drink like skimmed, no, which is like it's water. Half, it's- Half whole milk, half heavy cream. It's That's thicker weird. than it's thicker than, than than whole milk. That's weird. Okay. That's yeah. not what I remember. Okay, what do they call semi-skimmed then? Oh, they have a the word for it. Dunno. I mean all their milk as well is UHT milk and weird. Mm. I'm sure they had. That's what people used to go on about half, half and half, half and half. Maybe that's what they were buying for me because I said I wanted fattier milk. Because what they would get, whatever they called it, was just like 
why are you bothering to drink milk? This has got no milk in it. Yeah. Anyway, and now having said, I that, think they I just, just said drink, they, I they, just drink oat milk. I don't even drink milk. I think they just did it as, as percentage. I think you get one percent. There was like zero percent, which mm. is completely skin. One yeah, percent, so. which is semi-skin. Yes. Because I think in the UK, is it two and one point eight or something is semi-skimmed? Like two point seven. I don't. I've know, never bought like semi-skimmed. Would you, you? Are you a skim milk? No, full. If I, full if I drink milk, I just drink milk. Just drink full fat. Yeah. Okay, that's good. All right. But I haven't had it for a while. I just drink oat milk now. Okay. Um, it's quite addictive. It's very nice in coffee. It's very creamy. And it froths it? up. Yeah. I feel might like give it a go sometime. I don't know. Might be better for my digestion. I don't know. <laughs> uh, this cafe I went to the other day where things are now still a bit weird, where you sit down mm. and scan a qr code to mm. order food yeah which ages ago i was kind of like in my sort of nerdy engineer brain i was like <laughs> this, this would be, be the idea. ideal way to do things and now that it's actually starting to be a reality in things i'm like it's a bit of a I it's don't annoying really like it. well it's annoying that you have to for everything now you need a new app i'm like i don't want to download something well, this, else this one at least was just done through their website it was actually right, quite a smooth good. process but Scrolling around a menu on your phone is quite tricky, sort of finding what things are. Yeah. And there's no pictures of it. Not that it has to be a picture. I don't well, know. There wouldn't but... be on a menu anyway, would there? No. Well, some menus are. I don't know. Although often even like, you know, there's sort of greasy cafes where they have these sort of like, you know, yeah. fast platters of beans and chips. Oh, and that dining is closed now. That was so good. Remember we oh, yeah. went ages as well. We were really hungry and it was packed. Mm. Oh. That was the... Um, uh, breakfast. The Shepherdess Cafe business, which sadly mm. been destroyed. <laughs> I wonder Building how many cafes there. we have been in together in total. That would be cool to like have some kind of. Could yeah. probably work it out roughly. Well, I'm quite an avid Foursquare user. Oh, okay, Swarm, so you know. So that might, but I don't say but you're not on it, so it's not like you would be tagged with Gemma. No, but you could probably but guess which could, ones. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be very be exciting for the listener. How many do you think it would be, roughly? Not that many, probably only about 10. What? In 30 In the UK? Years? Yeah. No, everywhere. Well, so that includes like that diner in New York. I mean, yeah. did, are we, are and just for breakfast? No. Just for breakfast or any, any, any kind of meal? Any kind of meal. Oh. Loads, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Such a good, good number. Loads. Hmm. 50 or more or less? Probably less. It's surprising sometimes, I think, how few the numbers are. You know, mm -hmm. where they sort of say, like, uh, like how many, how many, um, how many McDonald's are there in the whole of the country? And you're like, oh, there must be tens of thousands. One, isn't there not, one in every city now? Pretty much. Uh, uh, Greg's there's one that was like, wasn't I think and now more, they've opened one. Yeah, but I think there's more Greggs in McDonald's to make of that what you were. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think even Greggs is about 1800 in the I whole don't country. even know. I don't think I've ever bought anything from Greggs. It's like a whole culture, isn't it? Like it's a whole culture, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just get with the Greggs. Sorry. Or don't. Uh, I mean it's <laughs> it's really just a, a sausage bakery. rolls. Mm, sausage rolls, bread, um, sandwiches. They're like shit sandwiches, aren't 
they're not the best. They're very British, like yeah, British. yeah, they're, they're, they're that sort of style. It depends, like some of the, if you want that kind of thing, I mean, it's quite a different style because it's like there's that weird thing like in prep, nothing is very simple. Like the simplest thing they do a ham and cheese, mm. but everything else gets a bit sort of. Even if it's quite normal, it's described in a weird way. Whereas I guess you I think it would be near ham and cheese. I think it would be near like a hundred. <laughs> I think it's a lot. If Make you think of like yeah, yeah. I wish we could think of some. <laughs> what fascinating! Uh, what was I going to say? Something about diners. Oh yeah, I found that like video time lapse video of us. You look at the clock again. <laughs> Just checking. Uh, of us in Montreal eating oh, yeah. a diner, and it's like I don't know how long, but it's on time. It's really cool. Yeah, we were there for quite a long time. We had yeah, I missed that camera. I had uh, actually. I mean, you can do it now on your phone, which is good. But I had that little can camera. Can you? I've never did, tried that. Yeah, a lot of mine. Um, I've done a few. Camera is a uh, phone is weirdly difficult to balance in a good position. Yeah, you need to have some sort of odd tripod well, all these device. Insta people managed to do it. Mm. Um, I wrote a letter last night. My friend in America I haven't spoken to for ages, and um, I just haven't written a letter for so long, and I haven't read through it. It's probably just like nonsense because I was going <laughs> to write an email, and I just thought, no, I said to him I'm going to write a letter, letter, so I'm just going to write it like I write an email. And I just like, I don't know, I'm sure it used so to be like funnier. Yeah. I like, I, you know, like, I'm sure it used to be like more. I think it's also good. that jokes used to be funnier because you hadn't heard them before. But it's kind jokes, of like, once they're just jokey ways of writing things. Yeah, yeah. And just like. What's going on? I don't know. Maybe this kid is quite tantrum y. Um, yeah, I think just like stuff that was going on in my life before was a bit more entertaining as well. So there was just like ways of describing it that were were like fun and interesting. And now it's just like, uh, what can I say about work? <laughs> I mean, I probably could say some fun things about work. But... Um, so we have an email address now. I should say that at the end. I say oh, that at the end. Okay, keep them hooked until that point. Uh, someone followed us on Instagram as well, which we we don't seem to know personally. Patrick. So, hello. Hi, Patrick. Patrick. Oh, you do know. Do you, you know? Said, no, but you said his name. Oh, did I? You, you, I didn't... you texted me saying someone called Patrick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Patrick. Welcome. From where? You don't know. I don't know. I, I assumed he was one of your friends. That was why no. I was like telling you. It might be a bot. Okay. Yeah, could be a bot. I know someone called Porrick. Like Irish Patrick. Bots are welcome to. Bots are welcome to. Bots are not welcome. They're welcome to listen. I discriminate. And to comment. <laughs> okay. Unless they are, well, which ones from which bots particularly? I have um, Jude Law from whatever the film is. AI, is it? Uh, I'm just thinking of different bots. Uh, Val oh. Kilmer from Blade Runner. I have him. He can listen. He can listen anytime, baby. Well, he's dead now. So, uh <laughs> Um, is he? No, wait, someone else is not Val Kilmer. What's he called? It's not Val Kilmer, is it? Oh, the Tears in Rain one. What's he called? He just died. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I mean, I know that film, but I'm bad at actors. Yeah. I'm like, you're not saying Harrison Ford. Yeah, so I'm like, I don't know, the other guy. Oh, God, what's he called? The German. Yes. Hmm. Can you hear oh, that Rutger music Hauer. outside? Rutger Hauer. Rutger Hauer, yes. We'll have him, but we won't uh, howl. He can what last. About, I don't um, want howl missing. He's terrifying. What about this, the sexy lady in... Ooh, um, Scarlett Johansson. No, no, in Blade Runner. Well, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. yeah. She was, she was oh, a robot been... in... What was that film? Her? Um, yeah. And something else. She's played oh, yeah, was that, twice. There was that one where um, she was kind of an alien. Yeah, Under the Skin. The have you seen that? Oh, that's it. Yeah, oh, that's, good. that's good. Mm. Yeah. I saw a Nomadland at the cinema yesterday. I went to the cinema for the first time since COVID things. How busy was it? It was like, well, I went at half one or 20 past one in the afternoon. So I knew it was going to be really empty. <laughs> it looks at clock. <laughs> uh, don't put that in your mouth. <laughs> COVID pregnancy test. Um, yeah, so it was pretty empty. But it was weird because they said, well, you know, distancing applies, whatever, and we make sure so they block out seats so you're not too near people, which is nice. It's like great, I could get this whole road to myself. But then, so I booked, like, I wanted to like be right at the front, what I normally like. But the front row really? said it was booked out. Yeah, if I go on my own, I just like to sit there right at the front. So no you one's in front, front of me. Row. Yeah, so no one's in front of me, and I can stretch out. It's mm. great, and there's nothing between me and the screen. It's like totally immersive. A lot of people don't like it. I, I like know. the idea of that in theory, but I found also some places it like hurts your neck <laughs> yeah. because it's too high up. This something. one's quite good. It's quite. Do you do terrible. the thing that um, that Amelie does, where you like to turn around and look at people's faces watching? No, because that's obnoxious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're talking, I can clear it. No. Um, okay. But yeah, then the three people came and like sat in the row right in front of me. I'm like, well, that's not distance. I mean, I suppose they're facing front ways. So they sort of think, well, they're not going to be breathing on you. But it was a bit annoying because it's like the cinema is almost empty. And then the only seats they booked out like directly in front of me. That's really stupid. And this guy was like, had a cap on and then he put his like massive headphones on top of his cap. I'm like, really? Not. Could you not have just moved? Yeah, then? well, I did, but you know, at first okay. I was like, I don't know if people are still going to come in because I don't know which yeah. place they've booked out. But yeah, yeah, I just moved along the road. But it's not because I'd like put myself right in the middle, thinking there's no one in front of me. Anyway, um, but it was really nice. It was really easy. Like, was this the Duke of York? Yeah, and I just um, scanned in at the door and then just walked straight in. And you had to wear a mask, but there's this thing of like, if you're eating or drinking, you can take your mask off. So it's a bit like, what's the point? so tokenistic everywhere now it's just like really i mean like then is, if you are going to pass of... something on then you take it off and eat something then you're passing this like what yeah there's some sort of strange idea that sort of like as if your breath sort of stays in a sort of like cloud just directly around <laughs> your head and so put your mask on when just going to the toilet or leaving or coming in i don't know it's all a bit strange yeah but i mean i didn't mind and i at first i thought well there's no one any, anywhere near me because it was so empty there were like mm. 10 rows back so i was like i can probably take it off but then a really old couple came the row behind me so that's how it's fine and i i got the noticed, train so. the other day though and there was someone like coughing away on oh. it just like but it's just like normal kind of like coughing and i was like you know what, what under a mask no no <gasps> just because there's oh. some, some sort of 
And uh, I'm kind of thinking, I, I don't mind. I, I sort of somewhat like the idea of just wearing a mask all the time if I'm on a train, or like having one with me. Yeah. Because you're like a train is such a, or a lot of a lot of these sorts in of in the winter, more so in the flu, in the cold and mm. flu season. I think yeah, because yeah. people are it gross makes... and they just go to work, yeah. and you're like fucking stay at home, you asshole. Why are you on this train? Yeah. Now, I mean, you would be sort of like somewhat were confused or mocked a lot of Asian cultures where there were people yeah. wearing masks. I know we always thought in public weird. or particularly. But now you're like, yeah, if you're going on on underground public transport yeah. in close confined things, wearing a mask makes sense, really. Um, although I still don't think it does very much, honestly. If it's not a medical mask. No. They, these masks are made slopes. for like doctors doing operations and they're like inclined to stop their germs spreading into like an open wound. Like they're not made for stopping a cold spread in a packed train like that's not going to do anything i think it might but i agree there isn't i've heard there isn't very strong evidence it does mm. a great deal it's not like everyone in asia never gets it makes you feel better i think that's yeah. the main well, thing that's kind of feel safer yeah. anyway it was really nice and like the cinema like because i've watched so many films at home but it's so different being at a cinema because it's just like totally immersive and like you realize that when you watch something uh like at home i know you don't really do this very much but it's like it's a very different experience because you kind of like talk through it and you can get up and like it's, it's light all around and you just kind of you are in it but you're not totally pulled in in the same way it's, yeah it was quite different and this is like yeah beautiful shots of like badlands in america Really where are the badlands mm. huh where did you where say? are the badlands um yeah. i wondered that and then at the end it said all well, the different states because it said like the different teams in the different places because she actually went and filmed they were like real people so it was francis mcdonald's the actor but the other people were in it were actual nomads they're actual like people who live in rvs and travel around america because they can't afford to live in houses um so it was arizona uh nebraska is that right it's all those places like around arizona nevada so it's like the desert in nevada hmm. sounds like badlands yeah which is like mid south right south ish but in the middle southwest, right? I'd southwest. Say. southwest. okay mm, i really want to go there i want to go to arizona it's been on my list yeah, it did make me want to go back to America. And it had like cool, yeah, like these sort of in-between places because that's where they kind of live because they're sort of living on the fringes. But um, it's quite fascinating because there's a load of people really doing this and doing these kind of jobs like they're the sort of places that you only really get in America. And I know about them from Bill Bryson's writing. Like he used to talk about places along these roads where they just have like a like an attraction so they'd have like a giant model of a mm. dinosaur and he was like remembering when he was a kid like just how amazing these things were and they're like really kind of 1950s idea mm. they're still there and then they have like a sort of little like i don't know what you even call it like it will have sort of like rides and uh, a museum kind of like, or something and like yeah yeah 
there was that sort of the beginning of that sort of highway era where mm. everyone was getting cars yeah, and it was like it. so fun to travel yeah so they and lots of people were traveling anyway but it was kind of like if you had a cafe or something break it up yeah. you had to do something to kind of get people to stop and so yes. like let's make the yeah. world's largest plastic yes, model of donut it. that's it yeah yeah so it's these a lot kind of those places are, yeah yeah because uh, I, I think I watched some documentary where someone was following along the old Route 66, which had a lot oh, of these yeah. things on it. Cool. And sort of some of the ones which were quite old, like there's this twin arrows diner or something like mm. that. There's these two giant arrows. Well, that's but, on the road, isn't it? That's the that's mm. the route they took. It's weird because a lot of that stuff it, it, it doesn't get that preserved as well. I feel like in the UK that stuff would probably end up in a museum. The Museum of London is one of those weird things where they're just like, ah, something strange. Let's stick it in the Museum mm. of London, like. Um, there was this coffee cart that had been not far from Columbia Road, which had been there for a long time, like 80 years or something. And the guy, the sort of family that owned it, had sort of finally decided they weren't going to do it anymore. And so that's been dragged along to put in the museum. Well, the museums are currently undergoing a, a big move. They're going from their current location to Smithfields. Mm -hmm. Well, some of them seem not preserved, but they seem like they're still kind of going and what was interesting and actually talking about amazon before like they do a lot of bad things but in this they were like a lot of the people worked for amazon because they could do casual work so the point was they're kind of retirement age but they can't live on their benefits mm. um and so they've decided to i mean and, the, and it's not as simple as that they were they gave lots of reasons they had like you know like i have lived this kind of free life and i don't want to be like just I don't want to go out just sort of in a sort of shitty house that I can't afford living on nothing. Like I want to go out, if I live in an RV, I can live cheaper and I can see people and they have like a whole community, but they still kind of want to work because they get better than they would get on their benefits, which is pretty depressing. Like one woman was like, I've worked since I was 12 years old and like she had like $500 or something in her, <laughs> like, that's money. really common though they said yeah. there's a huge well this is a whole loads of america i can't remember yeah. what it is like they said 40 percent of americans have less than a thousand dollars or something so but the, the but the positive side because it wasn't like that makes it sound really depressing but but a lot of the people were just like kind of wanting this life as well and they were work so quite a lot of them were working for amazon like in the film she the, the character worked for amazon um because they can get like casual work and they were like saying that they were like they quite liked it because they could get the work there and like other people just be like no we've got nothing for you you're too old or whatever um and you know fairly decent money and they could just kind of come and go so they could do the work for a season and then travel a bit and come back and do it again so yeah just quickly of... fact check myself it wasn't it was even more than that it's, uh -huh. it was a survey saying in, in 2019 that 70 percent of americans Whoa. have less than a thousand dollars in savings that's a huge it's a, it's a, that's so many people yeah it's yeah. a very um there's a very uh big gap wealth gap mm, and also year, it's but... just like the way that the, the capitalist society is set up it's just very uncaring it's just like use uses people and then spits them out but this thing i didn't understand it really properly until the end and i still don't quite understand it so it's a real thing it's a real story it's from a book and it was this place called empire and I think it must be like the equivalent of, well, I guess we don't really have an equivalent. I, I suppose in like the eighties when like, like mines shut and things, and there'll be like whole towns that all subsisted on there. But that's even, that's not quite the same because this only existed this place to, I think 
it was some kind of mining thing. So they built a town around it. And then suddenly there was no um, use for whatever it was that they were mining or producing or I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. And so they just shut it down and everybody lost their jobs, everybody. Mm -hmm. But they were like, they'd made a whole town around it. So they had their houses in the, in the kind of compound and they built like a sort of, yeah, like everything they needed there and their whole lives were around it. So all these people were just suddenly like, I, I literally, and they said that like, the zip code no longer existed so i guess it just wasn't a town anymore so now it's just like a a place that's just like um like a ghost town mm. Mm. so I don't, I don't remember where it was but one of these places empire i didn't think zip codes got i know like i that, didn't but maybe they do well yeah know. it's because it's a real story mm. it's a woman's mm. uh, a case of all these people that just like i don't remember when it was might have been a while ago look up empire but yeah they said that at the beginning i was like i don't really understand that but um there we go i guess a lot not a lot of people know about it that's why they mm. i mean there's been some sort of things a bit like that more recently with um i mean anything that sort of goes boom and bust where the um the everyone went crazy for fracking and uh, sort mm. of, there was a oil boom as a result of that and these sort of certain towns just sprung up and suddenly had tons of money and then the price of oil dropped enormously and uh, it becomes you know unprofitable when they close it down yeah well this is that just disappears again this is the so the true story of empire empire is located about 100 miles northeast northeast of reno just south of the black rock desert where the burning man arts festival takes place um, it's got a general store, gas pump, storage business, and a gypsum mining operations, which closed in 2011. Um, so, yeah, and they just kind of shut it in 2011 and everyone just kind of... So in the 20s, they had a gypsum quarry and mine. And I think because it sort of started booming, they built the town around it, but there wasn't anything there. Like, I think it's just desert. So presumably that's what's weird about America though, isn't it? It's like quite hard to sort of comprehend. It's just like whole bits where it's just like, there's just fucking nothing there. Mm. So it's a bit like the pioneers. It's just like, well, <laughs> there's like bits of land that even the people that were there before were like, well, we're not <laughs> doing this because this isn't really livable on, but they were just like, we're going to forge ahead and we're going to build a town here. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess it was sort of in early settlement days, sort of, it was, you know, that kind of that American dream of having your little sort of homestead where you could, you know, just raise enough, uh, you know, to live comfortably, but it's yeah. kind of the whole way that people live and things has changed so much, so those things aren't so viable. But there's lots of people who still do live like that. Yeah. Not as a, not, it's not a big proportion of US society, but it's still a large number. Mm. it's weird though thinking of like living your whole life working for this sort of one company and that like everything where you live is kind of built for the by the company that's really strange yeah and lots of people have that but anyway. you get that in japan i believe oh, that's really? quite common you know, that sort of thing of people just working their whole life for the same company i really want to go to japan um yeah, I don't know. I, I would like to see other cities and some more rural towns. Yeah. 
yeah, I mean, I think Tokyo particularly is sort of is much more overwhelming than probably any other city. There's that, um, there's these sort of art islands that are very popular now where um, there's sort of some of Kusama's works, those are the ones you'll see showing up in Instagram, it's this big spotty pumpkin on the corner of a um, dock side. <laughs> Mm. I just want to see mountains and greenery and beautiful the, quiet uh, spaces. You can get the Japan Rail Pass <gasps> as well, which is yes. an amazing thing apparently, because uh, it's much cheaper than it's only available to foreigners. It's like it's more, it's, oh. much, it's cheaper than the than the pass would be if you lived in Japan. So it's quite a bargain. Okay. Oh, well, nice. there's a Euro Rail Pass as well, isn't there? Which is also quite good. How is a Euro Rail Pass going to be available in Japan? No, no, no. I just mean as like ways of getting around, but it might be it's restricted to people who are younger than we are now. Yeah, unfortunately. So. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Mm. Right, should we minute so you can stop glancing at Talk the clock? Minute. <laughs> minute thirty-five. So he's mm. got out of he, no, no. No, wait. He's, I'm he's just, just recapping. Jump. I'm recapping. Oh, okay. All right. He all right. Recap. No, under the door, and then he starts to go back, and then minute thirty-five, he's going back into his yes. flat and then back into the bath, and he's all. He jumps cold. into the bath, and I, I think we see Martine's nipples at this point. Oh, I didn't notice, but she's shivering. Yeah. She's like going. Ooh. Yeah. And then, uh, so he jumps back in, and then almost immediately wakes up. Well, it turns back to him, and now the the um the bit that looked like had become the office at the head of the bath is now back to a bath so before yeah. we see him wake up and he's like shivering and then he wakes up suddenly so we know he's like yeah um and then the the, the notepad and the pen are like yes. by the bath and so all right like now soggy. and there is um i went back as well so there was no there was no notepad when he got into the bath oh um and yeah he sort of yeah he sort of so hugs his knees like up. he's a bit cold mm. or sort of somewhat childlike and then we get this ominous sort of horror music yes <laughs> it's so scary and he sees and he looks water he on looks the floor. at this notepad and there's sort of like traces of wet ink yeah and he sees footprints yeah wet footprints he's leading like, away from the bar like, shit, shit. well he doesn't say shit but he's just freaking out it's like no 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 and he puts on a very so, fetching flowery kimono oh just touched the thing by accident <laughs> flowering kimono dressing gown thing and goes out to check and he's afraid that he has actually written a note in his dream and pushed it under the door yeah correct gets which is quite smart finds an yes. old um, metal coat hanger good thinking although also i i was thinking well and, and then hooks out the note yeah the door, he manages it reads it and goes holy fuck or something yeah like that, well and is able to take it back yeah but but did you not think she was going to open the door i thought yeah I like she's going to open the door and find him on his knees like with this note yeah. and be like what's this but it doesn't happen. Yeah. But also he reads out. I'm a bit confused by this because um, I paused it and I like read because I wasn't sh quite sure what he said in the letter before. And then right. and then he says, je très confusé. I'm very confused. Oh, I was very confused. But he says it like he's reading it. But that's not what it says. So I don't know if he's just saying, oh, I'm so confused. I don't know. Did I write this? I don't know. Because what it says is, I'm your neighbour. It's my mum's house. I couldn't read it all properly. 
Oh, so you're actually reading his handwriting in a terrible Yeah, but it, I was not very good at it. There's a bit I miss. It says, at the beginning, it's like about the something. And I think it's kind of nonsense. I think it's because when he was writing, he was sort of writing nonsense. It's like about the something, mm. something. And then he's like, it's my mum's house. Sorry for the piano. I'm just with Kubab. Mm. I'm guilty. And then, by the way, she has his number. But what I thought would be funnier because this is what I would imagine, because he's written it in his sleep, that it would just be nonsense. Like he'd pick it up and it would just literally, you know, like if you try and yeah. write something in your sleep, like, which I'm sure people have, it would just be like, oh my God, that just reminded me of something that I read. But wait, about dreaming that they just, they discovered. They were doing these new experiments. I sent it to you, but I don't know if you read it. They're doing these new experiments about uh, on people dreaming, and they were like waking people. They were getting people to answer questions while they were asleep, and they found oh, that really? if someone was in an REM state, hmm. and they were at this particular point in their sleep cycle, they could actually answer questions correctly while they were still in their dreams. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and so they what they wanted was to what they were trying to do was see if people could talk about what they were dreaming as it was happening. Mm -hmm. And they've managed to like get some people to, to do that. Freaky. Anyway. Um, but yeah, you'd feel like that he wouldn't be able to write sense, but obviously he has kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't actually try reading it, but it sort of looks like a sort of scrawly mix i mean that would be so stressful if you knew you had some kind of sleep disorder and you're like writing people <laughs> yeah i was gonna say so Letters have you ever done any i mean i've never written a letter but you know and, and that sounds very but you do hear of like people who do sort of sleepwalking or do some sorts of little tasks oh yeah i told you about things. my friend nadia getting dressed and trying to get out this door that didn't exist oh, in her really? apartment and things yeah. Wait, so there was no door there, but no. she was trying to sort of... But then she's, I swear she said to me that she found out afterwards that there used to be a door there, which really freaked oh, me out. God. At the time, it oh. like actually terrified me. I got really freaked out. I was like, what? But I don't know. Maybe that's not true. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if she still gets those. Um, yeah, no, I don't, I think... Um... I don't really recall ever having done anything particularly. I feel like maybe I sort of in a sort of half yeah, I don't think I a sleep state. I might have done things like sort of made myself a glass of water. Or the people you've been with done things. People you've been sharing. Oh, really, a bed I remember with. sort of sometimes people who have like done sort of talked in their sleep yeah. and things. Like when the thing he set up and he was like, <laughs> "I've just got to do some photocopying," <laughs> and he <laughs> mimed <laughs> photocopying. I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Funny. He had no memory of it. His eyes were open. It was really freaky. <laughs> so I just got to get this photocopying done. <laughs> and he went, okay, that's done. And then he laid down <laughs> to sleep. <laughs> I was like, okay. Uh, it's just weird when you like start to try to talk to someone who's doing that and then you realize that they're asleep and you feel really like weird. You're like, oh, Oh. <laughs> um anyway, so it's not done because then he's like, oh gosh, oh no, no, no. 
and then he goes yeah, I've just I've just back. found the frame to the point where you can kind of read the letter oh yeah can you see anything more no not really I'm bad at it but um yeah I mean the, the handwriting is a bit crazy but large. it's, it's nice purple link isn't it yeah yeah Um, so he reads it as himself as well to be like holy god I'm kind of crazy yeah do you think they like do you think Gondry like wrote that in the <laughs> I don't know like how did he create that effect? or did you just mm. like drop water on it or I like to think that he being Gondry he just actually wrote it wrote in the bath, in the bath. <laughs> yeah probably with his left hand to make it look sort of messy and dreamlike and so then it switches to him so he now obviously feels he has to write something and it switches to him in the bath um he's typing oh so he's typing in bed which looks so annoying like if you're like using a typewriter is annoying enough anyway yeah i know that looks really uncomfortable and it would like because it'd be all spongy you know so yeah. you'd be, like, trying to push down and it like why is he doing and that? also he's typed quite a lot it seems already but it might just be nonsense they type and there's a book open as well, well i think it's think a dictionary like, yeah, so you think it's a dictionary so that he's helping to translate. Yeah, because his French into, is so bad. better French. But it's right. not better French. Like, it's really shit French what he puts. Oh, right. Well, he just says, Dear Stephanie, yeah, I'm just too. your neighbor. There's nothing more to say than this. <laughs> this is the reason I'm yeah. writing a letter. <laughs> it's like, I guess well, he's trying to be all logical and doesn't really know what to say. Yeah, so it's just, just like, there's nothing more to say. I don't need to say anything else. It's just like, yeah. I mean, I'm presuming that's is the first of many drafts at this point. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But that's where the minute ends. That's where the minute ends, um, and then we might have to. So we'll see. Finish. Abrupt more. Do you think that's his dressing gown, or do you think it's his mum's? I feel like it's his mum's. I like to think yeah. it's his. It is it's quite nice if it's his. It? It's quite um, yeah. feminine, though. That's the kind of thing that could go on a, a screen or screen. I hope you can't hear the music outside. No, I can't hear anything. Instagrams out there or whatever it's doing. Oh so. God. Right. Um, <laughs> okay, we better finish then. All right, I'll see if I can find his dressing gown. Cool. And then we can do a paid promotion thing, whatever it is, referrals. Yeah. For all three of our listeners, buy the dressing gown, we might make a pound. <laughs> <laughs>